Coming to the stage is a woman who's been an entertainer her whole life. From the TV screen to the big screen to her own personal stage, she's captivated audience around the globe. Whether you know her as I'm Unique or Renee, her characters are sure to leave an impression on you. Please welcome to the stage the hilarious, multi-talented, and fellow Taurus, Brisha's Webb. Y'all put y'all hands together. I gotta give a hand clap to that. That was really beautiful. Oh yeah, we respect you, Brisha's Webb. We went Thank down your you. IMDB. We looked at your credits. I we saw all the I talented things you done done. Oh, well, thank you. Brisha be booked. Amen. If she don't do God. nothing else, she <laughs> takes acting roles and money. Yes, I do. You, <laughs> she I, you be, know one thing about Taurus is we gonna get our check. We gonna collect. That's I E R. See, it's Fred Durex. It's not, they ain't pronounced like that. Throw that second knee. They'll cash it either They'll way. Cash but I want to make sure it's good. Amen. All right, it's let's clear. go all the way back. Okay. Okay, because Brisha's from Baltimore. Yes, right, Baltimore. Okay, Brisha mm -hmm. Webb. Tell us what little Brisha was like growing up. A ball of energy. I can imagine that. Yeah, I've calmed down quite a bit. Have you? I, I, yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I've refined it. You know, I've centered it and focused it. You're ch you're channeling I'm it. I'm channeling exactly. I imagine that. So tell us tell us about Edmonton Village. Oh, Edmonton Village. Yeah. We're talking about the EV. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm 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 around Edmonton Village. Like my mom went to Edmonton Village High School. Uh, my brother did too, but like we like adjacent to the hood. Right? Oh, okay. So, you know, my grandmother and all of them, they in the hood, you know, they in the thick of it, Baltimore City. <laughs> I was like adjacent, like, you know, I had one street, you know, we had trees, we had grass. Got it. Was nice, it. You know. Got it. Baltimore City. Baltimore know? City. So so tell us about your childhood. Were you were you raised in the church? Absolutely. Tell us about it. Monday through Monday. <laughs> Deacon and Deaconess Webb and, mm. you know, Deacon Webbs, you know, we was there all day. You know, my first words were, can we go home? Man. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I was one of those kids just performing and dancing. I was a, a, a praise dancer. Were you? Yes, I was. What was your best praise dance experience where you were like, oh, no, we really kind of brought the, we had ushered in the spirit. Well, I, I, th that was every time in my book. Every time? Every time in my book. Every time y'all did the yes, seatbelt? Yes. Oh, I was by myself because I was oh. a professional. I was um, classically trained. Uh, classically trained. <laughs> yeah, so there was no fingers like this, you know, and, you know, I was ballet, you know, I was, you know, the performer. Graceful. You know, but I did weddings and funerals. Did you yes, really? Yes, yes, yes. I was brought in for weddings. What are you? Funerals. What What does a praise dance song at a funeral look like? Um, what's that song? It was a couple songs for the grannies. They really liked me to dance for the grannies, <laughs> you know. And it was like, you know, my my grandmother loved you in your white dress twirling down the aisle. That's that white if dress. If you could just give a dance. That would really touch the hearts, <laughs> and that's what we would do. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So, so was your? Is it true your dad was a singer and your mom was a dancer? Yes. Mm -hmm. And that's is that uh, in the church or were they secular? Well, my mom toured uh, Europe. She, really? Yes. So she was a classically trained dancer, um, modern. She like danced with Alvin Ailey. Like she was like the dancer. Wow. Yeah. So she was, you know. She had her day jobs and things like that, and she was in social work and things like that. But she was a dancer. Yeah. She was a dancer, you know. <laughs> she was a dancer, and Daddy, he uh, he performed with different groups, and he also toured Europe singing gospel. Your parents were out here? Yeah, down to so the they Europe? made me. Yeah. So you were literally born entertaining. When did you know, like, oh, man, this might be something I can do for, for a living, not just for fun or not just for God. I'll just give some to the world. When I got my first check. <laughs> 
Got my first check at nine. I did said, you really get paid I at did. nine? I did. I was in regional theater, center stage in Baltimore City. I beat out 3,000 girls uh, for Fences. And, for uh, fences? Yeah. Fences. I was a theater actress. Wait, what part did you play in Fences? Right now, I was the, the, the oh, illegitimate. Oh, you was his new little yes. baby that gave Troy a, you was the spark yeah. of light? Yes, I was a spark of light. <laughs> I was a spark of light. Okay. Wow. I did press. I did, I was the shit back how, then. How I long did you, uh, stuff. did you do, you can cuss. Oh, good. Yeah, Because, you know, I got some. <laughs> I'm still working on How long sometime. were you doing right now? I did it for like. Like two months, three months, I was getting out of school early for matinees. You know, I was wow, I was, child star. You had a Coogan account? Yes. <laughs> no, I had no Coogan account. But you know, I did make it rain one one summer. I had, I got to go to Kings Dominion as many times as I wanted oh, to. And that, you couldn't tell oh. me I was not living. I ain't heard of Kings Dominion in a minute. <laughs> so is it true your mom took you to New York to audition for the role of Annie? Mm-hmm. All right, tell us about that. Oh well. <laughs> Well, I, I was obsessed with Broadway, and I really wanted to be a star. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Broadway, when I thought of that, was Annie. Yeah. And so she was like, you know what? We're going to just calm this baby down. We're going to take her to New York, mm-hmm. and we're going to audition. You know, she's going to go to the audition, <laughs> and then she's not going to get it. But she, at least we, we went, because there ain't no black Annie. Right, right. There ain't no black Annie. Yeah. But what they didn't know was that Brisha was going to show up today. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I went in there, guns a blazing, like tomorrow. You know, like giving them all the juice. You know, my parents taught me a song. They were like, "Do you have a song that you want to sing?" And I sang um, an Aretha Franklin song that was Did totally you? inappropriate. <laughs> Do right, woman. <laughs> what? Yes. And Do right, I, woman, I, Do right for, woman to audition for Annie. Yes, at as, a, as a little eight-year-old black yes, child. Yes, an eight-year-old black girl. What with, is Do Right Woman? I'm not familiar with that. If you want to do right all days, woman, woman, you got to be a do right all night, man. <laughs> You know, Marcus always says Brisha is the oldest young woman I know. I didn't realize it started at eight. What made you be like, you know, what's going to really kill him is this Rita. No, Rita. That was my dad's favorite singer. And he was like, Brisha, you got a good voice on you, and you got that good high pitch. So we're do right. Did you you really do this? Yes, and I gave him a shimmy. Job. You got to book it today or she, <laughs> she can't did. do it. Tell her the choir the competition is out. <laughs> That's what happened. And she was like, well, we, you can call her tomorrow. That's hilarious. Yeah, so. Black parents ain't got, that's why my kids had to get out. I'm not going to be driving y'all up and down the yes. one-on-one. Y'all got to make it on the first time. Yes. I'm not oh, sitting in traffic for y'all oh, dreams. Well, I had an audition for the Bernie Mac show. I got mm-hmm. all the way to the, the end of it. You know, like when they're about to cast you and stuff. And I was, you know, my mom and dad didn't know what the hell they was doing. All them callbacks going back to D.C. and Philly and Virginia. They was like, what the hell? Look, you need to go to school, okay? Get your degree. And then you try this on your own time. I got full-time job. And a brother, you, you, we ain't got time for this. We about to get divorced. <laughs> so did your... Did, is that did that hold you back? Your parents having to feed absolutely, you? absolutely. <laughs> if I had my license and I had my shit, 
I would have been a star. I could have been Kiki Palmer. Okay? I was ready. Okay? Baltimore, D.C., DMV did not. They was holding me back. I knew where I belonged, in L.A. That's why when it came up time to go to college, I said, only one school for me. CalArts, get me the fuck out of here. Really? Yes. So you said forget anything Baltimore, New York. You came all the way down to CalArts. It's cold in New York. It doesn't match my outfits. (laughs) (laughs) I already saw what New York brought. Everybody looked like my cousin. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, look at, they got the same flavor over here. Mm. I belong on Disney, Nickelodeon. I'm happy. They cast the wire out of my high school. They did they? Yeah, Baltimore School for the Arts. Because we looked depressed. (laughs) We looked dark. We were like, we are here for art. You know, like, they they saw me at the cast, and they were like, you are just so cute. Yeah, I can't imagine. You're adorable. You could have been Snoop. I'm going to be an adorable, like, 80-year-old. Yeah. You know, I'm going to be adorable forever. You're going to be, when when you brought 67, they're going to be, look at Misha's web. Black don't crack. <laughs> That's She's right. She's going to be 70 looking just like how just you like look. This, Nobody knows time. how Misha's web is. Thank you. She's either 28 or 73. No one Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, Mom. Thank you, Dad. So, you, 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 uh, right before you left, went to CalArts, let's talk about uh, the Baltimore school system placing teachers. How, how did that happen? Placing teachers? Yeah. You said you took a job with the Buffalo School System? Oh, I did. You know, because I uh, I wanted to avoid becoming an actress at all, you know, because I knew if I didn't make it big, I was going to live in my car. Mm. You know, because if you watch the E! True Hollywood stories, you know, they would all get on crack <laughs> and live in their car, and then some role or someone would discover them and then right. they become famous. So I was like, Lord, I can't live in my car, and I don't want to do crack. <laughs> So I said, you know what, let's try to be normal for a couple of years. So I I worked for the Baltimore City Public School System in special needs, Mm -hmm. and uh, I placed teachers in special need courses and you know, good morning. This is Brisha Webb, Baltimore School. You know, Baltimore. Oh, that's you know, like that's I had a regular voice. had a regular job. That's you. Did you have the keys dangling with the little lanyard? I didn't. <laughs> I didn't because I worked in a nice office. Oh, you know, okay. I dressed up nice, and I wanted to be normal. And then I wanted to die. <laughs> so you come out to LA. You go to Cal Arts. What did you? Would you say that you gained, um, or what would you say that you gained from starting there as opposed to like going right into the rat race of audition and all that stuff? I think for sure I was able to like ground myself and like know that I was talented enough to mm-hmm. be in LA. Yeah. Um, you know, coming out to LA, everybody is moving and shaking yeah. and you don't want to get lost in the thing. So to just hone my craft and get to know some crazy people. You know, LA's a different vibe than Baltimore City. Yeah. And New York. Yeah. So I had to learn a couple of things and see some stuff. Well, tell us about that uh, that adjustment period from from Baltimore cuz it is a and Baltimore one of my favorite cities. Don't look I'm I'm dead serious. I love the people. I love the crab legs. Wow. Uh this black dude when I was there last time, he was like he yelled Kev and I didn't know he was a fan. Oh. He, actually, he said you're Oh, yeah, yeah, that's and I was us. like, oh, snap. And yeah. he was like, what you scared for, stupid? Yeah, stupid. Yeah, and then he was a fan. Yeah, oh, okay. Uh, but I love that city, but it is very different yeah. from, from Los Angeles. So what was that like coming all the way across culturally, weather, all that stuff? I mean, well, I went to a very predominantly white school, mm. Caucasian, very Caucasian. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it. Um, I was like the only black girl in my class, and I was mm. black. I was wearing roller wraps, rollers to school with Chinese slippers. So you can 
Guess what year that was? Yeah, um, now they know how old you might be. <laughs> them, them beauty, them beauty, beauty store slippers yes, yes. that puts you in a time period. You right there, if you wore that in high school. That gives you about a five-year mm-hmm. time period where that was what everybody had. And you couldn't tell me nothing. I was hot, you know. I was like, I'm gonna do this downward dog. I'm gonna do my my exercises for theater and all of this and my roller wrap because I have somewhere to go after. <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, it was different. I, you know, I got to see like what it took to show up to an audition mm-hmm. correctly, you know? And, um, yeah, the people are, you know, it's a little different. Salads yeah. and, you know, no chicken boxes, you know, no half and half. Right, right. Oh, Just, half and half. Yeah, no half and half. Mm. And now I came here and I found out that that's an Arnold Palmer. Yeah, That's an Arnold Palmer. That's a very different half and, and half. And soy sauce is not suey sauce. <laughs> You know, so just just language in itself was a new thing for me. There's not an L in salmon. No. It's not salmon. That's how y'all said it down to the Baltimore? Yeah. I'm proud of it. I'm proud of it. So you graduate Cal Arts, and is it true that you started working at Costco selling chicken sausage? Absolutely. Specifically chicken sausage? Yes, $17 an hour. How did you get a job selling chicken sausage specifically? Yeah, well, uh, I had a friend in college, and that's another thing. I gained all these friends. I was homecoming queen. We don't even have a football team. (laughs) 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 But I I had all these friends. And so, you know, we were all like, and everybody knew I did not want to live out of my car Mm -hmm. and become a crackhead. So (laughs) they were like, British, I got a job for you. I just got this job working at Costco, and I heard that they they make $17 an hour. Mm -hmm. And these people came up to me about their chicken sausage, And I'm about to sell them, try and put a group together. And I was like, we're going to put a group together? Say, we're going to go to all the Costco's and we're going we gonna to flip this sausage. We're going to sell this sausage and we're going to flip it and we can take some sausage home so we'll never be hungry. You know? And we had a whole system. So me and my girl, Jessica, we sold chicken sausage. Wait, two Costco? Yeah, well, you know, like the little uh, setups. You know, like when you go in like Costco, the sample. the samples. Okay, yeah. so you were so in. So we were hired by this sausage company. To go to all the Costco's and and give the samples. Wait, I didn't I was even know already, that's how that worked. Yeah, because some companies they take out a um, like a display. Yeah, they 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 get the displays <laughs> out and you know like they they pretty much just they 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 like lease themselves to wow. Costco's. <laughs> Did you have a, a certain pitch? Like, were you paid by the sausage or just by the? We were paid by. By the sausage and Costco. So that's where the check came in. Got it. Because it's always about a check. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I, you know, I sold the chicken sausage <laughs> and I, I started working. I got my first role, mm. my first audition, praise God. What I was that? Um, What was it? Uh, was it Lifetime Series State of Mind? Oh, my God. <laughs> it was. I was a teenage mom who gets her baby taken away by Child Protective Services. <laughs> Something about my face just says struggle and <laughs> take her baby. She's adorable. She doesn't know what the fuck she's doing. And I have to cry because I'm poor. I did that on Lincoln Heights. I did it on a plus one show. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my thing. That was You were the, oh, we need a poor mom who's cute but struggling. Struggling. Breach we want to help her, but she's like our B story. She's not our A story. She's our B story. You know, the baby's dying of lead poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> that actually was one of the premises. The baby has lead poisoning because he can't eat nothing else. We hungry. <laughs> like, that was. I got lead poisoning too. <laughs> Just trying to get a job at Walmart. 
I left the baby in the bathroom. <laughs> it just keeps escalating. I was like, you know these are white riders. I'm sorry, but, you know, they don't know what the fuck they was talking about. But I did it. I got my check, and I sold chicken sausage on the weekends. And I would print it out, and I would give it out at, you know, at the thing. So I mean, you was acting and selling chicken sausage? Absolutely. And How long were you doing both? For about six years, six months. Six months. Wow. Selling chicken sausage. Had a freezer full of chicken sausage. <laughs> I was going to ask you, did yeah. you live off that? I did. Do you still eat chicken sausage now? Hell fucking no. <laughs> I, I passed that thing so quickly. I still, to this day, have flashbacks. Like that, that, that I know, I know the intricacies of like the wrapping, the casing. I was like, oh, you know, this is vegan. This casing is vegan. Oh, this is straight pork. It's chicken, but it's pork casing. I can't do it. I, I'm so allergic that I cut out the casing when I do Italian sausage. I cut it out. I can't do it. Really? Yeah, I, I know my sausage. That's I can't eat Burger King no more because I work there. I just, yeah, it just you makes understand. me sick. That's hilarious. You say breakfast, chicken, sausage. Reese is like, no. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I mean, I, I knew I perfected. Because, you know, I can cook a little bit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, you know, everybody come over to my house. Because, you know, we were all poor artists. Yeah, yeah. You know, so they'd be like, Reese cooking uh, chicken, sausage, and spinach, and potatoes. You know, and I'll go to 99 cent store. You know, I was poor. You know, we was up there and we we, and we thought we was living large because we get them big things of like Jack Daniels. Yeah. And keep it in the freezer. We was, you know, you open it up, you were like, look, we're going to get that Jack Daniels out. And the chicken sausage. You, we was prime eating that Carlo Rossi. Couldn't tell us nothing. Carlo Rossi. Yeah. That's wine by the bucket. That's wine by the bucket. Couldn't tell us nothing. We were lavish. So tell us about American Mall. Oh, that's a, a high school musical movie. Mm. Um, it was supposed to do really great, but the Olympics came on. <laughs> <laughs> it's real life. On MTV, I thought I was going to be the next. It was like, Vanessa Hudgens, here I come. Here I am. Had my curly afro. I was playing the part of the black best friend. Right. Nina Dobrev, she took off afterwards. I was like, my turn's next. Nope. <laughs> sang my song. It was, like, it was like, she sings, she dances, she's great. Oh. Nothing, crickets. <laughs> I did my Britney Spears voice. What's what's your Britney Spears voice? Um, I do it really well. <laughs> yeah, I do it really well. And, you know, they were like, really, it was like, at the mall, hanging with a friend, <laughs> circulating spin. You know, I did that so good. They were like, oh, my God, she's back. <laughs> she's got the voice for a high school musical. This is great. But the Olympics came on. The Olympics came on. Michael Phelps won that year. We were trash. <laughs> we were trash. That was a big story, though, that summer. <laughs> that was a That's big. That's all we heard about. Yes. Michael Phelps has a 6,000-calorie diet. Yep. And I was like, oh, when he does it, it's fine. It's fine. But when everybody else does it, it's a problem. Oh, he sure. can do it. He can everybody do it. celebrate when yeah. Michael Phelps eats 6,000 calories. <laughs> I do that every weekend. Don't nobody come celebrate nobody me. Can. <laughs> nobody can. Oh, my God. Oh, that's that's the worst thing. I had a party, uh -huh. and everybody wanted to watch the Olympics. <laughs> Turn the channel. <laughs> Turn the channel. I was like, guys, this is my breakthrough moment. <laughs> this is my breakthrough moment. <laughs> Turn the channel. <laughs> oh, so sucky. Came to your premiere party was like, this is cool, Brisha, but he finna. I watched it on the other TV. 
That's cold. Yeah, I feel like God keeps me humble. Though. That's cold, y'all. <laughs> you can watch the Olympics later. This is her moment. We didn't have DVR back then. Oh, that is appointment viewing TV. Mm-hmm. That's like, oh, Brisha, you'll have a rerun. This Michael Phelps is happening right now. <laughs> right now. <laughs> right now, we didn't have the apps. Uh, so so you used to, used to after chicken sausage, Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you worked front desk jobs and did voiceover work? Absolutely. So you, you're big in the voiceover world. Absolutely. How did, how, tell us about that world. This is a, it's a whole, it's a whole world I'm, I'm familiar with. I want to take a quick break from the show to talk to you about one of our sponsors for today's episode, BetterHelp. Listen, how, how well would you take care of your car if you had to keep the same one your entire life? You would, you would make sure it was okay. You get the oil changed, you get it washed, you, spark plugs change, new battery, carburetor switch style, you wash it, you make sure the tires, you, your life would depend on the, the health of your car. Now, what about the health of your brain, your mind, your mental health? That's it's equally, if it's not more important to make sure you have a great quality of life. And you're just going about it, you're just not checking, not at all, not doing things to make sure your mental health is A-OK in tip-top shape. How our mind are affects our quality of life. If you're stressed, frustrated, depressed, angry, anxious, you're struggling. If you go, your life's gonna be a struggle. Life gonna be a struggle, and I don't want it to be a struggle for you. So listen here, I want you to hit up people at BetterHelp. Okay, my life has been severely improved since I started therapy. Okay, I've been going since about 2020. My my life as a as a person, my my marriage, my fatherhood, my friends, everything has been better, and I want you to have that with BetterHelp. Okay, BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat online therapy sessions. Okay, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. You don't have to drive if you don't want to. You don't have to drive, period. You can do it for the comfort of your own home, bathroom, garage, on a walk. I've done all of those things, okay? It's more affordable than in-person therapy. You can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Listen this. Our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash stage. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash stage. Take advantage Increase your life, increase your happiness. All right, now back to the show. Oh, well, when I was in college, you know, I was always about that check. I'm hustling. Yeah, yeah. In Baltimore City in L.A., you know, watch out. Yeah, yeah. You're going to make it. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> CalArts is really known for their Disney, their animation department. Mm-hmm. And so um, they had posters around that they wanted to do. They were doing cartoons, and they were submitting to Sesame Street mm. and some other things. So... They never really crossed schools, and for some reason, they never hired actors. They would just try to do the voices themselves. <laughs> so I went into their department, yeah. and I was like, I saw this, and it's a black little boy. Mm-hmm. I know I can do this voice. A black little boy? A black little boy. I was like, I know I can do a voice for this little boy. Do y'all have any black students? No. <laughs> so let me try. And so I did uh, uh you know, a voiceover that eventually got signed by Sesame Street and was on. Really? Sesame Street. So I had my first credit, really, outside of school. Wow. And that helped me get a voiceover agent. And then I started booking really quickly because I could do so many different voices, just not knowing what the hell I was doing. In the so movie. you had no, like, voiceover acting training? Nope. So how did you, like, what did you pull from? I'm crazy. <laughs> 
So these are just the voices that were in your head. Yeah, it was like, oh, Grand Theft Auto. You know, and I would be in there with like big actresses. Like, um, what's my girl from um, Mad TV that plays um, characters? The Asian Valdez. lady? No, no. Uh, the black woman. What's her name? Oh, my love. Oh, uh, she played Whitney Houston? Yeah, yeah. She Is it Deborah? Deborah, Deborah. Um, <sighs> now come I'm on, crazy. that's my goddess. She's great. But anywho, she does a lot of the voices too. But I was doing like you know um, video games mm. and stuff. So Grand Theft Auto, I was always a lady. Get out the car! <laughs> you know, just it was like she's running. This is what's going on in the scene. I was like, get your hands off of me, nigga! You know, just <laughs> you know, if just. If I play Grand Theft Auto, I can hear you doing yeah. that. Yeah, I'm in a lot of mu- uh, video games. Just yelling, Deborah Wilson. Deborah Wilson. Wilson. That's her. That's I met. Like I love her, and yeah, she's, she's like great. real, like goddess. She's all like goddess. <laughs> you are a goddess. <laughs> yes, that's my girl right there. I love her. But she she would be in there. Like everybody I love would be in these things, and I was like, oh, I gotta get in there and play with them. Wow. And we would just be yelling at each other. You know, just like I thought voiceover you were in there by yourself. Sometimes and sometimes you can feed off of each other. Mm. Um, so I did a lot of cartoons that way and wow. just doing and and then I became the little black boy because I could do a black boy. Let's we have to hear your little black boy. Let voice. me see if I still have it. Let me um, <clears throat> please, please take take however much time you need. Mm. Let me see. Uh yeah, so I was there and then no one was else was there, you know. Wow. Yeah. If I didn't see you, yeah. if I was just like looking at an animated voice, I would 1,000% believe that. Yeah, I was just talking like this, like a little frog in my throat. And then if he was bad, you know, you put some stuff on there like that. This is impressive. Mm-hmm. So but you- yeah, now I play Nibbles on uh, Housebroken. What? Which is a deranged hamster. We're in our second season. Everybody's on there. Nibbles. Nibbles. <laughs> That crazy done paid off. You crazy done paid off. <laughs> Get me my check. I'm telling you, I could have been famous a long time ago. My parents held me back. <laughs> Breach was going to get her check from the government or from Hollywood. But Look, she was going to get her check. I was going to get a check. Okay, like, we, I, got, I come from a family of hustlers. Wow. You was either walking the streets or you was making a check. Well, you, <laughs> you picked your way. So let's go to the year 2008. Okay, you oh. book a couple guest stars okay. and then the role of Dr. Laverne St. John. Yes, yeah. On a little show called ER. Mm-hmm. Tell us about that process. How, how did you get that role? You know, I got to think back now. How did I get it? You know what? I had an afro. Mm. <laughs> These are facts. They liked the Afro Brisha. Mm. The Afro Brisha was getting booked. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I was buying that hair in bulk. <laughs> Once I realized that them people like that Brisha in the Afro, that Afro made more money than I did. Okay? So they liked the Afro Brisha. And, you know, she comes in there and she's got her words together. Mm. And, you know, and I think the casting director just really loved my Afro. More than anything, you more brought than to the anything, table. he was like, "Your hair is just so beautiful." I was like, "It is." So he didn't know it was a wig. No, it wasn't a wig. It was a weave. A weave. Because back then I wasn't a wigature. <laughs> I wasn't in my wigatry then. I wasn't in my wigatry bag. I didn't know I could transform so many times. You know, back then you had to know what it was. Yeah. You know, are you McDonald's wig? You know, like me and Angel. That's where we met, and yeah. that's when we were able to come. Oh, Angel was on ER. Yes. 
Oh, oh come on now, you did her. I didn't go know ahead. that. That's amazing. Oh, that, that makes so much that sense. That makes so much sense. Mm. That's where we met. Oh, okay. Yeah, so she didn't know. She was like, who this cute little bitch with this afro coming here to take my job? Because she was a cute black girl. You know, so she and heaven like, forbid they have two on have, one show. It's not enough room. One guy, they was going to give you a baby, he was going to die in childbirth. Or Angel was going to die. Yeah. But one of y'all had to die. We had one of us. She was like, I'm a nurse. Who this bitch? And I had on a white coat. I was like, hi, I'm Brisha. Just so happy. She looking at me like, this bitch coming for my check. <laughs> then she realized I was a doctor. And then she was like, okay, we could be cool. That's hilarious. Yeah, but it was fun. It was a fun process. Angela Bassett mm-hmm. came on for the last season. I think they only really kept me so I could meet Angela Bassett because I loved her. Mm. And I like kind of freaked out. And they, the writers really just wanted to see me freak out. Because me and Angel were the entertainment out, you know, offset. Yeah, yeah. Like, we were always cracking jokes. A lot of people, like, um, what's her name, Nazrin? She's on, she was on SNL. It was a lot of people coming in, up mm-hmm. and through there. And they were like, you got to do sketch. You got to do stand-up. Like, y'all are so funny. Yeah. And then we'd be like, okay. <laughs> and then we would do it. So. Is that how you got into stand-up? Pretty much. Really? Yeah. Me and Angel, Angel, Angel is a peer pressure person. You know, she she can just, she this is what we're doing. Yes. And so that's what she did. Yeah. She was like, they said we're funny. So we're going we gonna to go see this guy. He was on set with us, and he was an extra. Mm. And he always was talking about how he was doing stand-up. And he was like, you know what? We're going to come and support you. You had to pay all this money just to sit there and <laughs> two drink minimum. I was like, nigga, this better be good. <laughs> And it wasn't. It wasn't good. It wasn't good. And Angel sat up there with me and Denora, and she said, we're funnier than him. We're going to go up there and do it. I was like, Angel, you're freaking nuts. She was like, we're going to do it. And we did it. That night? Not that night. Oh, okay, okay. Y'all went and... We took a class, Pretty Funny Women, and that kind of gave us the, you know, that was the thing. You needed to go on stage and do it, and you had a support of women. But, yeah, by that time after that was over, we were... We were comedians. Wow. Is this how you met your your mentors? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Doing stand-up. But Jamie, Jamie and I met on set of Love That Girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and they kind of, it happened all around that same time because I was on ER and then I went and did a couple more, you know, pregnant, you know, you know, stressed out moms, <laughs> teenage mothers. <laughs> and uh, then, yeah, Love That Girl came up. And then when I did the audition, Bentley Kyle Evans and... Martin Lawrence yeah. and all of them were like, you need to do stand-up. Wow. And I was like, what the hell? But my girlfriend just told me we ain't going to do stand-up. It's crazy. <laughs> so it just kind of worked out. So you were on Love That Girl in 2010. Mm-hmm. Uh, you took a uh, first season, and then Tatiana Ali left, and you were promoted. Yes, what did that feel like? It felt like I was going to get a bigger check. <laughs> 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 That's what it felt like, and it was. And I thank God. But it was great. You know, it was a it was a crash course into comedy. I learned. I mean, I credit that show for a lot of my one, my success, but just a lot of me learning fast on my feet. Yeah. Like so many people came through that show. Mm -hmm. Charlie Murphy, Snoop. Like we had so many people. I got to work with Martin Lawrence. You know, like so many people came through that show that were just so awesome and kind of cradled me and just was like you can do this improv i mean i was doing improv in college but like on that level like being swift and learning stuff on your feet learning camera learning how to like memorize lines really quickly because we were doing like sometimes 90 pages a day 90 yeah we were straight out kicking like 
30 episodes in two weeks. Like, we was like... 90 pages? Yeah. How? I don't know. Crack. Um, <laughs> you said you went on that crack. <laughs> no. You did everything you could. Yeah, I and did you everything it, I could. You needed it too. No, I, I did not do crack. My mother's watching. I've never done crack, okay? Seriously. <laughs> but on Love That Girl, it was like you were just going, going, going. It was like just a crash course. Mm. And like they were just experts at comedy. Like, wow. It was just really fast. Wow. Really, really fast. Hair changes. <clears throat> like everything that we were doing at that time. So you, did you have the lines memorized or did you rely on the improv? No, I have my lines memorized. I don't. I really don't know this person that was in that time. I don't know that person. <laughs> that person was crazy. I don't. I look back and I'll be looking at the show sometimes if, it, if I catch it on TV, and I was like, I did that all in one day. I remembered we had four costume changes, hair changes, lipstick changes, and I was just learning. Just wow! Holy Spirit carried me through. For reference, guys, and this is not even exaggerating. A lot for Hollywood is five pages. Mm -hmm. Nowadays, most productions are doing two to three pages a day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Tyler, I did like 10 pages, which was like, people were freaking out. Yeah. Tyler does 25. Yeah, when we did Fall from Grace, we filmed that whole movie in five days. The whole film? The whole film. And I think I only worked four of them. It was just like, you just... <laughs> Look, some people rely on drugs. I rely on the Jesus. And the Jesus, <laughs> I was, I, 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 you got to be swift on your feet. Man. You got to be swift on your feet. You know these words? Well, you're going to learn them right now because the lines are coming. <laughs> and Cicely Tyson is looking you in your face and you better figure it out. What was that like? Incredible. That, Cicely, Cicely Tyson, Tyson and you Felicia was... Richard. I mean, I mean, Crystal Fox. These are actors. Mm-hmm. Were you intimidated at all? I didn't have time. <laughs> I didn't have time. You walk on set, you are this bitch. You are, you are a lawyer. <laughs> you are in the world. You got to get this woman off death row. <laughs> you ain't got time to be like, I remember you from the Cosby show. No. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Pass me the tea. Like, I didn't have time. I think I work better that way. And if really? I have more time to think, I get in my own way. Mm. So, but you know, hey, everybody has their thing. Everybody has their thing. So let's back up from there. I want to talk about 2012. Okay. Okay, this is where, this is when I found you, which is the most important part of your career. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I remember meeting you. Let's see if you, if you remember. I, I remember. So okay. the video is Stuff Tiny Says. Oh. Okay? This is around the time where that blank people say, started many see, a career see, see, first of all i have to you said blank yeah i just i'm st i haven't decided where god wants me with testing you. if see, i plan and i feel like such a failure no go ahead go ahead say it for people like, i don't want to say it <laughs> <laughs> i've already swore so many times on this this here channel and this place is sanctified god is still working on me i'm gonna cuss soon he's working on me tuned. too I, he said obviously not today <laughs> but uh we give him the glory. Amen. You were one of the, so this video goes crazy viral. You were doing a tiny impression. And I don't think I, I don't think many of us had seen a tiny impression. I didn't know I could do a tiny impression. Really? I didn't. It kind of just came out of nowhere. Like, yeah, it was just, my friend was just like, we were watching uh, one of their shows, like Family Business or yep, something. Yep, yep, yep. And she just said something and I was like, that is so funny. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wow, that's, 
And my friends oh, were like, you said yo. tip in that video so many <laughs> times. Because <laughs> it was necessary. It was se- it was. So necessary. this is when YouTube was the only platform for video yeah. at this time. Facebook was around, but you couldn't post videos on there. Twitter, you were always going to YouTube. So this video went crazy. Yeah. Um, by accident. Like, it wasn't really. What do you mean by accident? I mean, we just got together. Like, I didn't write nothing down. It was just like, hold the camera up and let's see what happens. Really? Really. Honestly. So you were just having fun. Yeah. We we shot it at my girl Justine, my my girl Justine Brown's house, her apartment. And uh Anthony Rose had a camera. Yep. He went to my college. And that's about it. And that thing went crazy viral. And Tiny, you and Tiny talked. Yeah, well, she was cast in Meet the Blacks. Mm-hmm. And they pretty much said, We're gonna have Brisha do Tiny when Tiny's standing in front of her. And I said, <laughs> Guys, y'all want to give me shot. <laughs> so, yeah, so we talked to each other, and she was like, stop doing that. And it was like, okay. <laughs> and then I had to do it on the camera, and it was like, and then and that's even more embarrassing. Oh, man. You're trying to respect a person's right. wishes, and then they're in the scene, and we're improv, and she's like, do tiny. <laughs> Brisha. Brisha. Do the tiny in tiny's face. That's black people on That's set. Black people. Only black people. Make, we be a, we will do that. Do that dance do to that. children, to adults. Once we know the thing you're good at, do the uh, do, do that. Do the tiny. She's that's, that's what. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. <laughs> it's embarrassing. We do that to kids on their birthday. Do that dance for Nana. You know she's about to pass on. <laughs> so that was a little my bit, whole life. little bit later, you go on Sherman's Showcase, mm-hmm. and you play Anita Baker and Mary J. Blige. And you do impressions of them as well. Yeah, I didn't know I could do that either. How do you even figure this? How do you find out you can do a Anita, Anita Baker impersonation? Well, I, uh, you know, the funny thing is, when I was with uh, Diallo on set of Marlon, we were goofy. You yeah. Know, we had known each other for a minute because I did his pilot for HBO like years ago. So we were always goofing off yeah. and trying stuff. And so Tony Braxton came on <laughs> while I was getting my, 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 you know, I was going through glam. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is she saying? I don't never, I never know what she's saying. And he was like, oh my God, Brisha, I'm doing the show and you have to do something with that. It's amazing. I was like, what was amazing? Funniest thing Tony Braxton said, when she said, can't stop thinking about, (laughs) she never pronounced that word. (laughs) (laughs) She was like, forget (laughs) them last three letters. She got to a bound. That was, I can't stop thinking about. She forgot that that, you and T? Yes. Forget about it. it. And she meant it. No, I can't stop thinking about Like, she hit the mic. Oh, It was necessary. So we started, you know, rifting off of that. And he was like, we got to do something with that. And so when he came up to me and he was like, Anita Baker, think about this. I was like, Anita Baker is the first Tony Braxton. If there was no Anita Baker, True. there would be no Tony yeah. Braxton. So I was like, I can just use that and flip it. And then I was like, Anita Baker is actually more funnier because she's doing a modern dance when she sings. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> You know, like, <laughs> like she's <laughs> like it's always <laughs> like she does this like release 
And I just was watching the videos and I was like, this is gonna be so much fun. Oh, I said, give man. me a sequence dress, a <laughs> snazzy little wig, and I'm gonna, it's so fun. And then we get to go in the booth and we sing. Like I get to like perfect her voice yeah, and the mic. And that's so much fun. Living my pop star dreams, right. honestly. And I was like, I've got it. And I'm in there like this. I mean, they should really just release that footage because me in the booth, as these people, you would think I got a whole album coming out. Right. Mary J. Blige was like, I was doing the thing and I was like in the booth. They was like, she's getting ready. She's in her vote, you know. <laughs> and I used that as inspiration. Oh, uh, so how's your how's your Mary sound? My Mary? Mm-hmm. Oh, let me see. Uh how do I do my Mary? You know, <laughs> well, first I gotta get it ready. Yes. You yes, know, because yes. you know, like the thing about Mary is she just wants you to understand everything she's saying. It's serious. You know, everything. Let's get a crunk upon the trunk upon in his dance so free. You know what I'm saying? Like, once I realized that she's in a drama. She is. She's in a drama the whole time. That's why she could do the the crispy chicken song. Yes. She's not laughing. No. She's dead serious about crispy chicken, fresh lettuce, uh, three cheeses, and ranch dressing. She's not playing. It was gold. Fantastic. <laughs> fantastic. Be chicken and lettuce and granted Like you know. When she be on power, she be like, Tariq. Like she right there. With you. You know, this isn't in here, but Angel told me about your one woman show, and I wish I could have seen it. Cause how entertaining you are right now. There's so much. I told you I'm crazy. In Kevin. your mind. It's just nuts. I'm really... You don't need other actors and actresses. Yeah, I can do it all by myself. <laughs> just give me the, put the light on me. Yeah. And everybody watch this. Everybody. I'm going to give you a whole hour and a half. Yeah, I had a lot of characters that I, that I live with <laughs> normally, and they come out. And I was like... Angel, I've got to do something with that. Man. So I did it. I got Beverly. I've got lots of people. <sighs> okay, so let's go back to <laughs> Angel said you had this one woman show, this song. Oh, my God. What was it called? Something about um, it was the, the woman's reproductive organ. Um, oh, my, my, my rock ballad. Yes. Yeah, my rock ballad. A reproductive organ. Oh, that's so sweet. I was like, reproductive organs. My pussy. <laughs> yes, I made a song about my vagina <laughs> that I need to re-release because it's 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 clear it needs to be back out. People need to be talking about their pussies, men as well. No one should tell us what to do with our pussies. Okay. Do you remember any of how that song went? Of course, it's my, it's my, it's my motto. <laughs> oh, she's preparing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you thought, you thought this was going to be just a normal interview. No, I was, I was woefully unprepared yeah. for the, the the tsunami that is Brisha's web. Get ready. <laughs> I want to take a break from the show to talk to you about Athletic Greens, something that has, I mean, increased my quality of life since I started drinking it regularly, okay? Every day, all right? I want better gut health, 
all right? I want more energy, okay? I hated taking pills and vitamins, and I wanted something that actually tastes good. I want to see what the hype was all about, okay? So what is Athletic Greens, all right? With one delicious scoop, I mean, I've just said one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source ingredients, probiotics, and adaptogens. And that's going to start your day off right, okay? And here's, here's the good part. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, and supports mental clarity and alertness, okay? And Athletic Greens has over 7,000, 7,000 five-star reviews recommended by professional athletes and trusted leading health experts like Tim Ferriss and Michael Gervais. For every purchase, AG donates to organizations that help get nutritious food to kids in need. In 2020, AG donated over 1.2 million meals to children. You talk about making a difference in the community, you talking about AG1, a.k.a. Athletic Greens. All right, here you go. Listen to this. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with a convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you one free year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash stage. Okay, that's again, that's athleticgreens.com slash stage to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, get your life in order. Get your gut health in order. Now back to the show. Okay, ready. Okay. Now this song. Okay. This song came actually from a sermon. Mm. Yeah, I was at church. You know, God spoke. <laughs> <laughs> He spoke and, you know, I was dating this person and, you know, and, and God said, you got to get out of there. Okay. The word spoke very clearly. And he said, you can't keep making the same mistakes <laughs> over and over again. Nobody told you to sleep on his blow up mattress. <laughs> and I said, she's talking to me. She's talking to me. She said, you don't know who you are. You keep doing it, doing, doing stuff. And I said, there's a song here. <laughs> and so I wrote it, and I went right on stage at the J-Spot. Mm. And that's where I premiered it. Really? I said, I got to give this a shot tonight. Wow. And, uh, it goes a little something like this. Okay. <clears throat> you aren't <laughs> what you are. You are a canvas of life. You must retrain your pussy. Cause your pussy don't know which way to go. So you got to take control. Cause time after time, you keep making the same mistakes. Hoping these niggas will last in the end. But you got to learn, my friend. To think from your heart and not from your pussy. Think from your heart and not from your pussy. Think from your heart and not from your pussy. Because your pussy don't know which way to go. <laughs> I said your pussy don't know which way to go. So you got a plan for the future. 
And that is the job. <laughs> that is the job. The fact that somebody <laughs> preached a sermon, okay, it pierced your heart, and your mind took that <laughs> sermon, recalibrated it, and this was this is what I took from this message. Thank you. You went to the comedy show, and that came out. Yes. God is no respecter of persons. Listen. As long as the, the and people world. lost it, they were like, "Say it again!" <laughs> <laughs> they were like, "I needed this tonight." <laughs> when you got black people saying, "I needed this tonight," I you're was like, "I'm on you're, fire." You're giving, you're giving a message too. I was like this. <laughs> this is ordained. <laughs> That's so much. Angel's saying it, but she doesn't do it any justice. Yeah, I, mean, I also see how y'all are friends. Because we're crazy. I see how y'all minds was like, Goku and Vegeta. <laughs> y'all get up here. And then just a ball of ridiculousness yeah. is created. Yeah. I can see it now. I see never it? saw it as clear as th- until this interview. Well, I thought it was just because y'all was actors and actresses in you Hollywood. Know, y'all are y'all are kindred spirits. Okay. On the television side of your career, you had multiple guest starring roles on various shows. I'm going to list a few, and I want you to just describe that experience in five words or less. Okay. Okay, private practice. A teenage mother getting her baby taken away. <laughs> that was lots of words, but teenage. Okay, weeds. Weed. <laughs> Grey's Anatomy. Crying mother. Mm, black AF. A, a funny lady. Okay, let's just continue that thought. We'll, we'll go to your movies now. Oh, okay. Meet the Blacks. Weed. <laughs> <laughs> right along too. Uh, titties. <laughs> Night school. Kevin and Tiffany. Oh, what a good time! It was a good time. All right, so uh, uh, give us one second, Trey. Um, oh, Trey, y'all can go in my office right to the left. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, cut that out. Whoever's editing this, I appreciate you. You're doing a good job. Great I'm glad job. you work here. Great job. I'm glad to be connected. Mm-hmm. Have you have you taken your ten minute break? No. Take your ten. No. <laughs> Take twelve. All right. So let's go t- back to uh, some of your other work. Okay. Where did your character Beverly Uggams come from? Beverly Uggams. Uh, she lives in me. Mm. I'm a, I, in my soul. I am a funeral singer. Really? I am a lounge singer that never made it. And now I sing at funerals. <laughs> and she comes out from time to time. And, um, yeah. She's an old lady. And, um, what, what does she sound like? Beverly Huggins. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that your brain can pull these out so quickly. Yeah, you know, because she lives there. You know? There's a sugar around my taint. <laughs> <laughs> Always sweet, not sour. <laughs> oh my God! Just right out the shower. Guess what's for lunch? Me? Yeah, sugar. Oh, in my taint. <laughs> it's 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 really nice. important. That you were not like on Saturday Night Live or Mad TV. Oh, they or... tried it. They Did tried they? it. They tried it. Really? Yep, they tried it. What happened? It just wasn't it. It just they uh I I'm funny. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why. 
They don't deserve it. They don't deserve it. They don't it. deserve it. I told someone earlier, it, they worked for SNL, I was like, I deserve to host and take it over. I am not there to be, my, my character is my brilliance stolen. Nope. Let's go. No, I'm going to host. Big ovary energy in here. Yes. Big ovs. Good, big ovs. Put them ovs on the table and say, boy, I'll come back when I'm promoting my movie. Want me to work for you? Yeah. Y'all want my name in the in the note card. I want my monologue. <laughs> and it's ready. So and you now we we've only gotten to your leading stuff now. Oh. Okay. okay, so let's talk about the role of Yvette on the show Marlin. Mm-hmm. What was that audition process? What was the show like? What was that experience? Well, it was a long experience, actually, because Marlon and I have known each other for years. Mm-hmm. He found me doing stand-up. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I actually, it's all God, really, because I was driving down the street, like, years. Like, I think I was in college, and I saw him in his Range Rover, mm. and we were at a red light. And I turned to him, and I said, you're Marlon Wayans. <laughs> and he was like, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, we're going to work together, okay? And he was like, Okay. Wow. And I was like, I'm Brisha Webb. I'll see you on set. Just craziness. Wow. I say. And so he sees me on a stage and he goes, you look so familiar. I said, I met you at a red light and I told you I was going to see you on set and we we're going to work together. He was like, man, you are so funny. I do remember that. Wow. And so then we became friends and, you know, just jokes and stuff like that. And then... um you know, I had gone out for a couple of his other movies mm-hmm. and gotten really close. And he was like, this isn't it, but something's going to happen. I, I know it. And so when Yvette came around, he, the show Marlon, I was on Truth Be Told. And I was crying because the show was ending. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, we cancel, we cancel. <laughs> and the cast director came up, you know, like casting and producers and people from NBC was like, we have something else coming and we have something for you. Mm. There's something coming, Marlon. We're, we see it already. It's fine. And I was like. Okay, but like the Lord use you, because <laughs> I want another check. <laughs> and so yeah, so Marlon hit me up. He was like, "We got this role. I need you to go in there and kill it. Just go read both characters if you can." Mm. Went in there and killed both of them. He said, ah, "Well, I think Yvette's gonna be great. You should be Yvette. Like she's the Pam, mm. and I'll be the Martin." And I was like, "Okay, let's do it." Wow. So so did you did you go back to that moment when you were on set? Like did you? Be like, go back to younger Brisha and be like, girl, you was right. Yeah, but I don't, you know, I really, I really never take a moment back usually and go, oh my God, like, I really manifested this. Like, this is what I really wanted. I'm just so like, oh my God, it's my line. It's my turn. <laughs> you know, like, I'm just scared shitless. But, you know, it was great. But, like, you know, Marlon is just, he is that person. Mm-hmm. He's, he, a lot of people don't know that about him. Like, he's like very, like, spiritual in the way that he speaks and it's like, you know, pushing you to go yeah like he's just like you can do this brisha do you remember like i'm just like i don't need this pep talk right now i need us to go i need us to go on set but you know yeah it was pretty cool that's that's the process so so how did you get the leading lady in sex tup- sex tuplets marlon told me to i had finished my one woman show which he pressured me to do because mm. i was like i don't know i just feel like everybody doesn't know really me you know he was like you need to do a show and i was like Okay, how does that happen? Figure it out. So I did it, and so um, it was a, you know, I had went and did, uh, I was in New York doing um, 
the last OG mm-hmm. filming that. Yep. And he came to New York and he was going up at Caroline's. And I was like, oh, I'll come and support, you know, come see you. I'm literally sitting there as he's about to, you know, it was like waiting backstage. And he was like, Richard, you going to open up for me? Mm. And I was like, excuse me? <laughs> I was like, I haven't done stand up since my show. Right. It's August now. So what the fuck are you talking right. about? I haven't even learned lines of my lines. Right. And he was like, just go up there and kill it. You're going to be great. I was like, oh, shit. So, like, literally, they're calling my name. Oh, this was right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I would have pissed. I did. <laughs> I sharted a bit. <laughs> oh, my God. I did. It was like, he was like, you about to open up for me. Am I? Are you? That day? You, that moment. He, like, I'm coming like, hey, bro, what's up? What's good? Tiffany, everybody, like, yeah, what's up? Yeah, we going. Uh, we going to get But you opening up. Brisha coming to the stage. Oh you know her from. <laughs> God. So you didn't have a chance to <clears throat> say no. You was just. I didn't. <laughs> moving fast on my feet. So I go on stage like, hey, y'all. Full room, you know, and everybody's just like. Wow. And so by the end of the set, I closed it with Think From Me Heart, and everybody was on their feet, and they were like, not from your pussy. And I was like, I won. I did it. I won. <laughs> I won. And Marlon's like nodding at me backstage, and he's like, all right, cool. And we go to dinner with the whole team and everybody, and he's like, I got this movie coming out, and I want you to be in it. And I was like, what? He was like, yeah, I want you to play my wife. It's going to be weird. Because we've been hating each other on the show for so long. Yeah. But it's going to be fine. He was like, you proved yourself today. I want to. He was like, I'm sick of you being in the back. So that was your her. audition? That was my audition. Dang. Yeah. Now we're just, we're now in offer only world. Let's, Father God said, <laughs> you go to the front. My team was like, so we got this offer. I said, look, if the Lord wants to use them, <laughs> let them use them. He told me to do my homework. I was ready. I showed up ready. You stay ready. You ain't got to get there. Hey, that's what they said. I had an outfit that I had on. It looked good. I was ready. There you go. You know. So before we get to the actual present, tell us, you worked with Tyler Perry on Acrimony and then you, the lead in Fall From Grace. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it like working with the Tyler's Perry? The Tyler's Perry. He is, he is just a moving machine. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how a person can be with you and with so many different things all at the same time. Yeah. He's just but you move in that way. Like you're <sighs> you're you're very, so you know, like, you know, I'm a one track mind type of person. I could be thinking about something, but usually it's food. <clears throat> yeah, but you know, like he's like with you and giving you direction. He it's I don't know, like the whole act of doing acrimony, I hadn't I didn't meet him mm. until I got on set. Really? Mm-mm. No, I didn't meet him until I got on set. And then um, it was just very, you know, it was just a, I, don't, I can't explain, it was a very spiritual thing. Mm. It was just like, I trust you. And everything's going to be crazy. and You're going to catch up. Wow. It was just a trust. And the same thing with uh, Fall From Grace. He was just like, he gave me some notes. He told me what he wanted. And that was just weird, too. Yeah. Because he just offered it as well like he's just a very a man that's just like god told me to do this i remember when i saw that i was like i mean because obviously i've been following your career since i discovered you in 2012 but But we met in person do you remember that i feel like it's hazy 
We met at a screening. Anthony introduced me to you. What was the screening for? Was it a full know. screen? It was. I know it was within the first six months of me moving to LA. It, yeah, you had just gotten there. Yeah, that I you you Chris Sosa, Issa Rae, uh-huh. Denise Davis, Simone Shepard. You guys are like the first five people mm-hmm. I met in the industry, so I never will forget that. But I don't. I was going to so many events and being like, Yeah, hey, I, I'm, I'm networking. <laughs> I'm networking. I'm the worst <laughs> networker ever. I hate it. I, I remember the moment though. Really? Tell yes. me. I remember meeting you, and you were like. You were like my whole family. I'm like, you know, we we're just, you know, went on that. You know, God told me to move here, and this is what we're doing. And I was like, praise the Lord, <laughs> hey, Amen. You know, I'm gonna join you right there. I'm like, yes, He did. <laughs> told you to come here. You gonna make it work. It's gonna be great. <sighs> you know. And I remember we was just in front of the screen. They were trying to tell us to sit down. And I was like, no, we are, we are praying for a miracle. It's gonna happen. I know it is. <laughs> I remember that. That's hilarious. I, I one thing I do about Kevin. He was going to take over the industry. He was going to have his own studio, and he loved Jesus. Listen, and I and even when I cuss, no, I ain't changed. Because Angel and love him, too, but they cuss. Who was cussing the Angel Bible? Angel don't cuss Peter? as much as I do. No. I'm a heathen. <laughs> and Jesus knows it. He knows it. He knows he it. Made he made, you made me way. this way. He yeah. made you that He way. did. He said that one, she going to do something. So let's talk about your current series, where you is the... And it's aptly titled Run the World. Yeah. Tell everyone about the show, your experience. Just, I mean, we're just so happy for you. Oh, but tell you. them from, from your point of view, because you own the networks now. I'm on the network. And your name come up in the beginning. Amen. Amen. That's the solo title card. You did it. You did Brisha's that. Web. Brisha's Ain't nobody's name gonna be on with yours. Yeah, I think it's just I think it's interesting to go from I'm unique and now to Renee. It's just so awesome. Mm-hmm. It's like all of these jobs have kind of prepared me for this, and they've all just been a part of it. Like, Renee's my middle name, so. Really? Yes. Brisha's Renee Webb. Yes, yeah, so Now I I'm... can extend it. Brisha's Renee Webb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's like when I read the breakdown, I was like, she, she has a chihuahua. She's a chihuahua personality. I was like, little fucked. <laughs> Renee. You are kind of like a chihuahua. I am. You are small, but f- but chihuahuas don't. The thing about them, they don't know they're small. No, they just are small. Yes. but they think they're big and loud. I I am. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. People are like, you're so little. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so big. <laughs> I'm a giant. Oh my gosh! So I imagine. You, you've had success, and you are currently having success, and you will continue to have success. In your mind, what is the, the next phase of your career? Because this is, what, 10 years? Mm-hmm. This is just like the last 10 years, yeah. roughly. What do you think the next 5, 10, 15 years looks like, or what would you want it to look like? I'm just getting started. I feel like there's a whole group of people that haven't even really seen all of me, mm-hmm. and I haven't even seen all of me. Mm-hmm. You know, so, like, movies and you know, like I really want to do like action. I want to do more comedy. I could see you in action comedy. You know, I don't. I don't really. I'm yeah. really uh, clumsy, so mm-hmm. that's something I want to conquer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I. I want to. You know, I want to thaw it up. I'm gonna do some stuff. Thaw it up. I'm gonna thaw it up. You but, gonna be in the Marvel universe? Yeah, I will be in that. <laughs> you know, I want to do some stuff. I want action figure. You know, I. I got dreams. You know. Like, there's a whole bunch of people that just don't know me. Man. Like, you know, like, I want to play with Adam Sandler yeah. and the Will Ferrells yeah. and all of them. Like, they will fucking love me. I'm crazy. 
And I, they deserve Brisha. They deserve, these people deserve me. <laughs> and I'm going to give it to them. If you just watch, if you've never heard of Brisha before today, and this is the first thing, you'd be like, this woman has lost it. But also, I'm intrigued. I mean, all these voices, characters singing, the stories, this is just like, this is all one per. How do you remain sane? All this, is it going all the time in your mind? You'd be like, hush up, Uggums. All right, you go. <laughs> like, how do you streamline it? I don't know. I, I, I think my fiance is kind of awful. Like, right. like he's just looking at me like awfully like, Brisha, can you come out? Brisha. Brisha. It's like that movie. Oh, Cam, what's the movie from uh, M. Night Shyamalan's? M. Night Shyamalan? <laughs> Where the dude had all the personalities and they was all going for the light. And then Bruce Willis was in it and Sam Jackson. It was, uh. They on the beach. No, he. he <sighs> yes. Where he was, he had all them characters in there and they all fighting for the light. Split. Oh, I love Split. <laughs> That's what you view. I saw myself in that. I saw myself in that. Because yeah. they all trying to go for the light. Yeah. And then you could be like, nah, Uggums. No, the little boy got the light. Like, right. We yeah. have voiceover work right now. He getting us paid. Yeah. <laughs> you going to have your chance. The little boy got to go back. Uggums is up here. Yeah, that's how I feel my life is. But when I go home, I'm really chill. Oh, I know. I can yeah. imagine that. Yeah, I'm chill. I can imagine that. And then people are like, oh, you just turned it on. I'm like, I am on. <laughs> my name should be on. Okay? <sighs> okay, before we let you go. Kev's top 10. Okay. We ask these questions to every guest. All we ask is that you answer quickly okay. and answer honestly. All right. Number one, who's your favorite person? Jesus. I'm a music person. <laughs> Jesus can be your favorite person. Okay. Yeah, my favorite person. I have so many favorite people, but um, that's the one I talk Jesus. to. Jesus. There you go. What's one of your happiest moments? Happiest? Mm-hmm. When I got engaged. Oh, that was a moment. What's one of your saddest moments? My daddy. Okay. We talking grits. Okay. Sugar or salt and pepper? Salt and pepper. Stop worrying. Sweet potato pie or pumpkin Sweet pie? Sweet potato pie. Oh, it was going and my so mama's. Well. Your mama specifically? My mama's. Are you having the strings in it? No. All right. I like we, to eat We them. pick those out. Some people don't do that. And that's weird. And some people be like, my mama's is the best, and it's not. Uh-uh. Some people's mama's sweet potato pie Some is people terrible. don't wash their hands when they're cooking, and that's weird. That's true. And they don't clean their chick. They clean it with soap. I did you see, see that? I did see <laughs> Dishwashing liquid. Dishwashing. <laughs> I've seen it all. Man. Or you could be like, uh, what's the name, Paula Patton? Yeah. Just putting that right out the goddamn casing <laughs> into the frying pan. No flour. Springing it on there it like salt. Naked. I said, what the hell? <laughs> And it was raw, <laughs> killing her child like that. And the kids, I was, I swear by God, when I have kids, my kids ain't going to school with these people. <laughs> okay, this is my favorite question. Favorite black saying? Oh, there's so many. There's so many. Favorite black saying? Well, mine. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Mm-hmm. Won't he will? Won't he will? What excites you? Uh, talent. Mm, what bores you? Lack of talent. I knew, I knew you were born there. <laughs> Last one, what do you want your legacy to be? That I made people smile. Oh, I think you've done that plenty of times. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, the very talented Brisha Webb. Brisha, tell the people where they can find you, what to look forward to you on, where they could see you, all these things. Oh, well, I'm Brisha Webb, and uh, I'm on the Insta. 
<laughs> you know, uh, I post stuff on there sometimes. Brisha Web. And uh, only one E. Um, I'm on TikTok trying to get into that life. I don't have the attention span to do it, but um, figuring it out. I'm on shows. I'm on TV. I'm in movies. I'm on on Netflix. Um, just look me up. I'm there. And I have a song. Download it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, apparently I found that out today, and I feel really famous. Um but yeah, I'm Why everywhere. Why would you bring you that up? Because it's gold, and I am never going to come down from this moment. <laughs> okay? Someone invested time in my name and what I give, and they made a song about it, and it's catchy. I can't wait to share it with the world. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Brisha Webb, please check her out on social media. More importantly, check out her show. Yes, Run She's the World on talented. Stars. On okay. Star, right here, Brisha. This oh, single. this one. Run the World on Stars. I play Renee. Second season's going to be fire. First season's already out. There you go. You can watch it right Is here. Is it CP on the second season? Yes. Comedian CP, who is also Hilarious. a friend of the show. He's been on here. She's on there, too. Y'all check out her show, man. We'll yeah. see you next time. Peace.